episode 
Father really prayed that each one of these kids would really have a personal relationship and they would grow in Christ-likeness this week and weekend at Trevecca. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And that's down in the Nashville uh, area. Yes, it is is. in Nashville. That is correct. That is correct. So if you're just tuning in, we welcome you tonight to the Good Morning Show at night with Terry and Melissa. That's right. This is the one day of the week that our morning show moves to the evening, and we're so happy that it does. We catch a whole new group of people when we're able to do it in the evening. And I'll tell you something, we absolutely love it. So it's a different vibe here. Yeah. So we need to uh, do Lynn's first there. Okay. Um, Lynn says, may they discover gifting from the Lord that they never imagined they had before arriving there. Hallelujah. Talking about the teens at Trevecca. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. So we're going to start off on just a little bit of a somber note. You guys know. Um, those of you who in the last 101 episodes have been with us at all, you get to know each other in the chat rooms, whether you guys are watching from YouTube or Facebook or any of the other, even the podcast listeners get to know each other. And one of the ways that we do that is because we're so highly interactive. And we have one of our own that's in trouble and needs some prayer. Um, you guys know and love Janice. Janice is the most encouraging person. Um, Janice loves the Lord with all of our heart. Janice loves people with all of our heart. And yesterday, Janice had a stroke in um, just outside of Houston, Texas, in her home. And she is now in the hospital. And it has affected the right side of her body. It has deeply affected her speech. She really needs a touch from the Lord. And so I'm asking for you to pray. Missy has asked that... um, we pray and um, we absolutely want to. Many of you know Janice besides being on the Good Morning Show with us. Many of you have been partners with Janice and we've all been to events together and, and Janice is a very, very special person and we love her deeply. And Terry and I were really moved to tears this morning when we got the report and wondered if there was any way the Lord would let us fly down and be with her. Um, so we're just going to pray right now, Lord. You know, we've been praying and believing God for whole healing in Janice's body. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that any effects of a stroke would be diminished, would be gone, would be cast out. Any pain, affliction, or disease would be cast out in the name of Jesus, and that you would restore Janice. And Father, I pray that these days, Lord, um, yesterday and today, that this has occurred, that you will even return them upon her seven times. Lord, we just pray that you would do a move in Janice's body. We thank you for what you've done in and through her. We thank you that she represents your kingdom so well, Lord. Will you just be with our sister, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. There you go. Just in case you're trying to put put a name with the face there that's our janice there's janice there that's our janice with jim williams from becoming love ministries and um janice was with us last year here in louisville at river city hope and she absolutely became one of us just like she is she does um we terry and i have got to spend 11 days with janice in israel in 2019 we have seen janice probably every year since we met her yeah and um she's very very special to us and she's special to most of you as well. And so we appreciate your prayer agreement. Thank you, Lynn. I knew that you would agree. Thank you, Missy. I bless you guys. And um, that's right, Lynn. He healed Jim and he can heal Janice. We believe that Amen. completely. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, MK. 
We love her and we love you guys. Thank you so much. Now, I don't want to, um, you know, uh, mess up your plan for the evening. So thanks for letting me start off with prayer. My heart's been burdened. No, that's quite all right. So I appreciate that. We that. have to do that. That, In fact, that's one of the things that I think is uh, is good about mm-hmm. what we get to do. We get yeah. to uh, we get to do this. We get to stop. Uh, your prayer requests are never an interruption. Let's, let's put that part right of the out show. there. Yeah, because we're here to encourage and we're here to lift up. We're here to build up. Yeah. And uh, prayer is one of the ways that we can do that because it, it helps build our confidence and our faith in what God can do and what we've seen him do in the past. We know he can do again and again and again. And so uh, let's just uh, be built in our faith with that. And and uh, I think, I I honestly believe that God is going to use Janice in a very special way in I that agree. hospital too. I agree. Because I know she's, you prayed that earlier she's so today. much of an encourager. Yeah. You know? She's probably Everybody. encouraging every person that steps yeah. in her room right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so we just love her so much and we love you so much. And so we're just honored to be considered your family. You're definitely ours. Yeah. You matter to us. You're the reason we do this. And so um, there isn't anything that's an interruption. This is for you. And we want to encourage and love you. And when you're going through anything, buddy, we are here for you. Um, And so, and we just serve a God who's able. Come on, we serve a God that nothing is impossible. His arm is not too short to save. So hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. So uh, here we are Thursday night. It's uh, kicking off uh, into Friday, which is actually the beginning of the weekend for a lot of people. And many of you probably have lots of stuff going on just like we do. I mean, there's lots of things happening. Let us know how we can pray for what you got going on this weekend. Maybe you got something special coming up and you you want some prayer for that. Or maybe you just want to share with us where you're going to be, what's happening, maybe with family or friends or whatever's going on. This is, as we said in the opener, like we're just sitting across from each other chatting about what's going on in our lives, you know. I think that's one of the things that is important for us is to connect. It's that connection mm-hmm. that we as uh, human beings crave uh, yeah. to have a connection with other people. And so we're glad you're here and uh, glad that we can connect in this way. Awesome. Yeah. Internet's working good. So, so Ben far. is welcoming Katie to the show. Katie, yes. uh, I love that not only are Terry and I welcoming you, but also those that are tuning in with us. And Ben is our absolutely third co-host, second producer. He's kind of yeah. a big deal. Yeah, in case you're wondering, that was Ben in the announcements in the uh, introduction right. there. So, and I never know what I'm going to get from you, Ben. Whenever you, you, uh, it used to be I'd say, "Hey, I type, could you could you say this? Would you say that?" And I'm like, "Man, you do better just on your own." And so, and you got a few more that you sent the other day, and I'm like, "I'm going to have to look a couple of those words up so I know what they mean." <laughs> you know, I'm getting educated That's all good. all around the way. So, it's Katie really good. says they have worship tomorrow night in downtown Flint, worshiping and seeking revival. That's wonderful, Katie. We do that on the first Friday. The month in Louisville at River City Hope. And so we have a real heart to see that prayer and worship people coming together and seeking the Lord. So let's just pray into this. Father, we thank you for Katie's heart, Lord, for your kingdom. She wants to see your kingdom increase. She wants to be a useful vessel unto you. And so, Lord, we're praying for the worship night tomorrow in Flint. We pray, Lord, that you would draw them in from the north, draw them in from the south, the east and the west, Lord, to gather together and hunger to seek you, God, to know you more, to lift you high, to worship you authentically in spirit and in truth, and Lord, to proclaim your good. Lord, we thank you for these group, this group of believers that are hungry to gather together in your name. And I pray that you would encounter them with your manifest presence so real and so thick, Lord, that every one of them would walk away transformed. We pray this in the name of Jesus. 
Amen. Amen. And Ben adds, praying for the Spirit to prepare Flint yeah. now for revival to start Amen. tomorrow. Bring it on, Amen. Lord. Amen. <laughs> and Ben and Terry and Heather and myself, and yeah. I'm not sure who else from Kentucky are going to gather together in Columbia, Kentucky, Campbellsville. Campbellsville. Pardon me. Shoot. Okay. Sorry about that. Campbellsville, Kentucky tomorrow night. Um, and we're going to have our prayer summit night. We're back with prayer summit nights on Friday night across the district, and we're excited to be in Campbellsville. We're going to pray and we're going to worship and we're going to let the Lord move. We're going to intercede and we're just going to trust and believe that his kingdom purposes are going to be accomplished because we're partnering in with him. So looking forward to that as well. So um, as we're sort of talking about things here, yeah, Campbellsville, woo hoo. Woohoo. Um. <clears throat> oh, see. I know what I was going to say. Yeah, I had I'm something sorry. about the wicked, but go I, I ahead. had something to say, and it, sl- it slipped out of my mind, but it slipped back in. I was going to tell you on Facebook when you guys watch um, that people on YouTube are actually commenting to you, and sometimes I don't think you can see them in the Facebook chat rooms. But when you're on YouTube, you can actually see all the Facebook comments and the YouTube comments because the Restream program puts them in YouTube. And I don't think think that FB algorithms, I'll just say it like that, allow the Restream to broadcast the YouTube comments. So you, in my opinion, you will get your best viewing experience of the Good Morning Show if you watch through our YouTube channel on YouTube. So go subscribe to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. So you always get a reminder when we're going live. And that way you can see all the comments and you can converse with people. Yeah. That's go. what I was going to say. That's good. That's good. I also think I just spit all over. <laughs> no, that's all right. I was thinking about Friday. Uh, we'll be getting back uh, that night, Saturday morning. That'll bring us to our next little uh, little tidbit of information we want to share with you guys. On Saturday morning, we always have a show called the Saturday Morning Setup, yep. right? And that's yep. setting you up for success for your weekend. That's right. And usually that's at 1030 a.m. Eastern time. That's the way we changed the time to, uh, to do that so that it was Mondays and Saturday a.m. Mm-hmm. 1030 Eastern time. But this Saturday... Saturday, we have to go earlier because we're going to be hitting a little road trip north to Columbus, Ohio for a little, they call it a sprinkle, but it's a baby shower for uh, our second, our third grandchild, the second with Taylor and Colin yeah, um, for Riley. And so we want to make sure that we get that, uh, get there in time for that. So we're going to do it at 9 a.m. Eastern early, time. Early birds, early birds catch the worm on that'll be, Saturday. That'll be 8 a.m. Central time. Yeah. And uh, so if you guys uh, will join join us Saturday morning. It will not be at the usual time. And I'll send an email out to remind you of that, which in turn, if you are not already subscribed for notifications on our website, go to our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv, and you can click there at the top, put in your email address and uh, subscribe for notifications because that's where we send the email notifications out about uh, when we go early, change times, do all kinds of things. So yeah. Saturday morning, Saturday morning setup, The Good Morning Show at 9 a.m. Eastern instead of 10.30. Yeah, we'd absolutely rather go early than miss you all together. So we're definitely going Saturday. We're just going to do it a little bit earlier. And thank you, Lynn. It is a big deal that we have grandbabies coming still. That's so fun. We have had our first two and um, we have a a granddaughter and a grandson and now we're going to have another granddaughter. Yeah. And that's big time stuff. Okay. It's going to be fun. You guys who are grandparents know that's big time stuff. Hey, welcome. Good evening. You've tuned into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa at night. It's Thursday Night Live. 
live. We're so glad that you're here. We're so glad that you've joined us. And if you wonder what it is that you've stumbled upon, we just want to love you and encourage you. We want to share the word of God with you and we want to pray for you. So let us know in the chat box how we can pray for you. That's right. We also talk about the Bible. We talk about uh, current events. We talk about all kinds of stuff that maybe maybe you'll find interesting. I don't know. Maybe you don't. But um, we are here to uh, just enjoy your company together as well. And so we're talking about this kind of stuff. Like this one. Here's a current event for you. Did you know there is baseball history in the making? You're a baseball fan. Is it the Devil Rays? Nope. It's St. Louis Cardinals. What are they doing? They have a phenomenal young rookie, Jordan Walker. He uh, performed a feat that has been unseen in Major League Baseball since 1912. What do you do? Well, it's been 111 years since a rookie, 20 years or younger, opened their career with a hit in 12 consecutive games. Really? 12 consecutive games in their very first year of their career. It's been 111 years since that last occurred. Wow. And uh, he's a, the rookie is, is, I mentioned his name, Jordan Walker. He added his name to the MLB history books Wednesday when he recorded a hit in his 12th consecutive game to start the U.S. 2023 season against the uh, Colorado Rockies. But it almost didn't happen. And it was uh, at the last minute, so to speak, uh, top of the ninth inning at Coors Field oh, in Denver when he got his 12th hit and everybody him. was excited. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, where's it at here? You have, you have yeah, yeah, check this out. All right. Broken back. Oh, he, hit, he broke baby. the bat. All right. Walker is aboard. There you go. Good for you, kid. 20 years old. Good for you. 20 years old. That's great. Yeah. Well, he's talented, row. huh? 12 in a row. Bless the Lord. That's yeah. so good. Well, I love say, baseball. They said if he records a hit during Thursday's tonight's game against the Pirates, then he'll be entering uncharted territory. Good for him. I'm and rooting for him. if it continues, then he could have a run at the all-time rookie record, regardless of the age, which is 17 games Come in a on, row. Come on, kid. So do if it. he gets a hit every game for the next five games, he will have uh, tied with the, uh, the record that's held by David. Dahl from the Rockies in 2016 and before that Chuck Alino in the Reds in 1941. Wow. So it's an old record and it's kind yeah. of hard to get in your first year and you only get one chance to get it. Wow. And he's on his way to do it. Good for and him. He, and, and he's also tied with uh, Phillies. Um, I know that uh, our good friends out in um, Pennsylvania will be loving this. Uh, Bryson Stott for the longest hitting streak of the season so They're far. They're in Virginia. Yeah. And uh, are the Phillies are? The Philadelphia Phillies? No. But our friends are in Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what is this right here? It says he's currently batting 319, 360, 489. Is that good? Yeah. It must be. 15 hits, four runs, and two home runs. And he's in his first year um, as a rookie. Also, he's got some heft to him. He's not a teeny little guy. <laughs> he didn't look like a little tiny, no, little he tiny guy. No, he whacked the ball yeah. and broke the bat. And he's, yeah. anyways, that's good. I know. Well, I just wanted to share that with you because I knew that you were, you know, liking baseball and everything the way I do, you do. I do, but I have not been watching near or listening near as much as I want to at the beginning of the season. I never start off a season as badly as I have personally not excuse me, <coughs> not being engaged um, because we are so overwhelmed with yeah. schoolwork and classwork and stuff yeah. right now. Yeah. 
Ben says there was a, a D2, uh, Division II NCAA player at uh, the University of Indy that pitched a no-hitter and batted the cycle in the same game last week. All right. That's incredible. <laughs> for a pitcher. For a college, yeah. For a pitcher. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yep. And Lynn says that you know that what they say about grandkids, they're God's reward for not throwing in the towel on your own kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wasn't really tempted to do that. I wasn't really tempted to give up. I think, I think I'm absolutely biased, but I have some great kids. Well, and some people say, you know, if they knew grandkids were going to be this, be this much fun, they'd have had them first. <laughs> I don't know about that, but you know. His name is yeah. Brady Ware, the University of Indy player who is a go. pitcher who hit the cycle. That's amazing. That's yeah. just amazing. Very cool stuff. That's awesome. Very cool stuff. Well, we mentioned uh, we were going to talk about everything 101 tonight. Yeah. So we've talked about, um, uh, we got uh, Bible 101. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. You know, 101 is kind of the entry level of just getting si- uh, getting information about whatever topic it might be. And so uh, this is kind of starting on the ground floor level. So let's do a little ground floor level uh, 101 for, for Bible stuff. What do All you got right. for? Yep. Let me do a shout out real quick first. I Mm want to just give a shout out to our podcast listeners. We can't see you and you can't see us, but yet you faithfully tune in and listen to the content from the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. And we are so grateful. That fact is not lost on us that you could watch and listen, excuse me, to so many other podcasts, but you're choosing to listen to our content. And that is an honor. So we love you. We bless you in Jesus name. And we absolutely want to honor you with a shout out. The other shout out is specific podcast listeners that we have at the Shelbyville Postal Office. They sort the mail in the morning. And when they sort the mail, they listen to podcasts overhead on the speaker. And sometimes they listen to the Good Morning Show. And so we'd love to give them a shout out before you deliver the mail. We want to let you know we love and appreciate you. And you mean so much. Your faithful service to us here in the 40065 means everything. So thank you so much, Shelbyville Postal Workers. Hey, and if you have a shout out you'd like for us to make for you, let us know. Otherwise, if you tap in your type in your chat box, I'm going to make sure that you get a shout out. Okay, so here's the thing. Bible Basics 101 is typically uh, like a a five-point lister that's going to come from Terry, and I typically share the Word of God. But tonight, we're flip-flopping, and so I'm going to share the five tips for Bible Basics 101, and you're going to share the Word. That's right. Does that sound good? Yeah. All right. So tonight, we're going to talk about planning, excuse me, studying your Bible, entry-level stuff. So You tell me that you haven't been real good at reading your Bible. I understand there's a lot of people that tell me that. Through the years, I've heard a lot of reasons why people don't engage much with the Word of God. But I want to tell you, this is not in the top five. This is something that you should start with. Start by asking the Lord to give you a hunger for His Word. There was a time that I really struggled with reading the Word on a regular basis. And I began to pray, Lord, make me hungry for your Word. Make me hungry for your Word. And He did just that. And now as someone who just really enjoys living in the word, um, I want to give you just some tips on how to get started or if you're already started, how to keep going and keep yourself motivated to be in the word of God. First of all, make a plan. Number one, first step, Bible basics 101 is make a plan. What does that mean? It means have you read all the way through the Bible before? If not, maybe that's what you want to start with. Maybe you want to make a challenge to yourself that you want to read all the way through. 
And if that's the case, I want you to know that you don't have to start in Genesis and go all the way to Revelation. You can read it um, chronological, which is how it was written or the time in which it infers. Um, You can also read it um, starting with John, which is the last gospel, the gospel of John, reading all the way through the New Testament to Revelation and then starting back in Genesis. Uh, That's a really cool reading plan because you're starting right with the meat and potatoes of Jesus Christ. And then you get to go back to the Old Testament and get to hear like the precursor to Christ. And so it is really uh, an awesome way to read. There's so many different ways that you can read through the Bible. And there's a lot of plans, you know, read through the Bible in 90 days, read through the Bible in 120 days, read through the Bible in a year, six months, whatever, right? But the deal is make a plan and then stick to the plan. The other thing is, say you've already read through the Bible and you're not interested in reading all the way through, but you want to slow down a little bit. Maybe you want to read a little bit out of the New Testament and a little bit out of the Old Testament every day. That's perfectly great. That's where I'm at right now. Every day I read a little bit of the Old and every day I read a little bit of the New. Um, Another way that you can do this is soak your way through the Bible. Yeah, you heard that right. Maybe read something and until something stops you, like the Holy Spirit stops you and invites you to just soak. There's a few places that I've spent soaking in the Word of God. I spent probably six or 12 weeks soaking in the book of James. I absolutely love that time. I don't know how many times I reread it and read it again. And I looked up other things that answered questions. And I did a lot of like cross referencing. And I absolutely loved my soaking time in James. And so I want to encourage you to see if that's your plan. Um, The other thing, I want to ask you to do when you make a plan is keep track of what you're reading. Make a journal. Why don't you just date every day and say, hey, I'm reading Matthew 1 today and tomorrow I'm reading Matthew 2. Or maybe you're reading five chapters a day, whatever. There's no right or wrong way to do this. The plan is just to do it. So make a plan and stick to it and keep track. Number two, before you read, this is so important. Before you read, you've made your plan. You're about to start reading right where you know you're supposed to pray. Don't read. Pray first. Ask the Lord to help you understand his word. Ask the Lord to speak to you through his word. Ask the Lord to reveal himself that you would know him better through his word. You know, this is how we get to know who God is, his personality, his character, his nature. We understand him better the more we read his word and we only know what the Lord reveals to us. And so ask the Lord before you read to reveal himself to you. Maybe he wants to speak specifically to you in a time of need in your life through the word. Give him permission to do that and be open by praying before you read. Number three, this is an interesting tip, but it's so helpful. Read all the intros and study notes and more information. Here's what I mean. If you're starting a new book in the Bible, say Deuteronomy, or say you're starting Matthew, at the beginning of most Bibles, not necessarily an online Bible, but a a physical Bible that you read, there's an introduction and it kind of sets up the the book that you're about to read. Sometimes it gives you a time frame, it gives you some characters, sometimes it gives you a setting or a specific um, topic to look for as you're reading through the book. And so I would encourage you to read 
those intros. It's like secret insight, right, to what you're about to read. Um, Sometimes you have study Bibles and they have study notes to help you understand something. Maybe you're reading something over and over and you're like, what in the world does this mean? Check out your study notes or your study guides or the cross-reference addresses and look at other scriptures to help you understand something. The more info that you read and you have about the Bible, the more interesting it is and the more you're going to want to keep reading it. And the more you read it, the more you know. Number four, while you're reading, I give you permission. Are you ready to mark up your Bible? underline phrases, highlight verses, or whole chapters. Don't be afraid to make notes in your Bible. Don't be afraid to ask the Lord questions and how to understand something. And then keep track of the answers he gives you. Keep track of your thoughts. Maybe you have some great revelation. Jot it down in your journal. Remember, I told you to keep a journal to keep track. It's also to help you keep your thoughts in order about the word while you're reading. Don't be afraid to mark up your Bible. I'm not saying deface it. Obviously, I'm saying highlight it, make it mean something to you. There are some verses that are going to speak so deeply to you. You're going to remember them for the rest of your life. There's nothing wrong with highlighting your Bible or underlining or even making notes. And finally, number five, apply the word that you are reading to your life. Pray that the Lord would help you not only understand it, but walk it out. We are not called to just be readers of the word. Come on, we're not just called to be knowers of the word. We're called to be doers of the word. And so I'm asking and inviting you to pray and ask the Lord to help you apply the word that you're reading to every area of your life. Maybe think about it later in the day. If you read something early in the morning, make time in the day. Maybe even set an alarm in the afternoon to think back and meditate on what you read. It'll help you remember it and it'll help you apply it to your life. And that's five tips for Bible 101. That's good. I just made those up. Yeah. No, it's good. Good stuff. Good information. Thanks. Lynn says uh, to have a hunger for the bread of life. Yeah. It's uh, one of those things there. And uh, so we're just uh, glad to pass those kind of things along. It's good. That's, that's, um, what else? Uh, let's see. The basics. What is it? Basic. Oh, Bible. Basic instructions before leaving earth. Oh, yeah. B-I-B-L-E. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's something like that. Hey, uh, in case you're wondering what's going on here, this is the Good Morning Show at night. You're probably thinking, wait, I mean, these guys are up past bedtime. What's going on here? They're usually on in the morning. Well, you're right. It's the Good Morning Show at night. It's our Thursday night live episode, and uh, we're just so glad to be here. If you're looking for uh, previous episodes, you can find those on our website at thegoodmorningshow.tv. And uh, speaking of previous shows, episode 100, which is the one we just did on Monday morning. 100. Monday Morning Motivation on April 10th. Yeah, we talked about life in America a hundred years ago. It was fun. Yes. Our coffee of the day was Jamaican Me Loco from Dollywood. So good. Yes, it was. Uh, The word for your day, it was uh, uh, the 10th of April. So we went to Proverbs chapter 10 and um, we had a lot of good fun. A lot of of times talking about all the stuff that we did uh, over the weekend. It's true. And all that. Yep, there it is, Lynn. Thanks. Hunter. Hunter. Yep. And now we're at 101, which all I keep thinking about this episode is the country band Highway 101, because I saw them in concert and they used to sing a song. I'm not going to sing it. It's not very uplifting, (laughs) but it's all I all day I've been singing this song. And I know Terry's probably like, 
No, no, I, I, I no. Weren't they at a? Weren't they at the railroad uh, days? Railroad days. Yeah, in you Topeka? opened for them. Well, no, that was that country stampede. Oh. They were also a country stampede. Oh, I never I went to stampede. When was well, that year we did when with uh, Dusty? Workman. I did go. I I just and, lied uh, on those national, other kids were there on national TV. What was that other group that was there? The band the, Perry. If band I Perry. die yeah, young, yeah, we opened bury up for me them. in satin. That was a lot of fun. So, how about a little word for your day? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. I'd love to. It's one of those things. Uh, I'd love to ask. I'm usually the one driving you on share? that. So, yeah. Will you share the word of God tonight? Hey, how about playing a little uh, Bible music for yourself? I have it. It's going A little preaching music. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, it is. <gasps> That's so nice. You know, we were talking the other day about um, coming up on uh, episode 101 and planning and thinking, well, what can we do to tie things in? We try to get some thematic elements out of most of these shows. And over the last 80 to 90 or last uh, 20 uh, episodes in the 80s and 90s, we have been um, not sure what that is. Is it me smacking my lips, Ben? He says noise in the audio. I don't hear it on this end, so I'm not sure. It's not coming out through the, the Did headphones. it stop, Ben? You're welcome, Rodney. You're welcome for praying for you. Um, let's see. What was I saying? Oh, about we were saying, well, what could we talk about? And I said, well, I wonder what uh, Psalm 101 uh, reads. And uh, I hadn't thought about it until today when I started looking to uh, put together some things. And usually, like we said, Melissa always brings the uh, the word for your day. And so I hadn't even thought about it. And then I said, hey, how, what are we going to do for Bible 101? And she said, well, I got some tips. She just started rattling them off sitting at her desk back there. And I was like, okay, uh, that'll be good. Use that on the show tonight. <laughs> and so um, uh, I got a sneak preview of all of them. Hey, Pastor Dave Dorn. Dave Dorn in the Love his you, house. And so, uh, so we, I decided I was going, well, let's look up Psalm 101. So if you want to look it up in your Bible, you can do that, or you can just kind of follow along as we go through this. And here's the thing, Psalm 101, it is only eight verses long. That's awesome. Only eight verses long. You could make, you could have a little tiny Bible study at your house and uh, in God's great big word and uh, just do it in eight verses and it'd be really cool. So uh, Psalm 101 says it is a Psalm of David, not David Dorn. There he is. He says Brett's with him. Um, but uh, David, uh, oh, sounds like oh, it sounds like an open mic with a hair dryer. I bet it's our fan. We got the fan. Hold going. on a second. It's kind of warm and stuffy in here, so we turned the fan on. I guess we turned it on a little too much. It was probably my microphone while Sorry. you were talking. It was hi, picking Bubba. It up, I'm so. glad. I'm glad that you're with Reverend Dave Dorn. And hi, Ann Mickey. Hi, Ann. Good evening, Ann from Topeka, Kansas. That's right. Bless you. <clears throat> so Psalm 101, it says a Psalm of David. And in verse one, it says, I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. I will praise you with songs. If we just look at that one little part of the verse there, verse one, this is talking about living a lifestyle of worship. Mm. You know, David was a worshiper. I mean, it started all the way out there in the in the pastures with the sheep, you know, and all that as he was a young man and, and just singing to the Lord and just having a a new song all the time. In fact, we're encouraged in God's word to sing a new song, you know? And so this, I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. You don't, it doesn't even have to be a song that's already been written. It could be a song in your heart, mm. but it's talking about living and the outpouring of a lifestyle of worship. Yeah. He says in verse two, I will be careful to live a blameless life. Oh, before I go on, I want you to notice if you have your Bible and you notice every one of these verses, he's saying, I will, I will, I will. These are declarations. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Psalm 101 is a, a declaration here. Verse two, I will be careful to live a blameless life. 
We want to live our, our lives in such a way to where we know we can say, Satan has nothing on me. Amen. He can't use anything against me because I've led the blameless life. Yeah. Anybody who would be tempted to even, you know, hear a word that wasn't true would say, no, that's not true. I know them and I know they would never do something like that. Satan has nothing on me. He also says, when will you come to help me? He's talking to the Lord and the Lord says, I will never leave you yeah. nor forsake you. Amen. And he is faithful Amen. to be there. Whenever we call, he will answer. The next part of verse two says, I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. Have you heard the saying, integrity is who you are when no one's watching? That's a good definition. I will lead a life of integrity, doing what you say and saying what you're doing and, and just uh, being a person of, your, of the word that way. Do you have something you were going to say? Uh, our daughter just came and shut the door and it's already feeling like an oven in here. So I was shaking right. my head no and she ignored me anyway. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. Verse three, I will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. Protecting our eyes and our mind. You know, the eyes are the, the eye gate to the mind, the things that we see. And that, that, in, that uh, in turn affects the way we think. And the things that we think then become actions. And those actions become behaviors and behaviors become habits. And pretty soon, if we're looking in, at the wrong things and listening to the wrong things and not in the word and not getting our minds renewed daily because of what we're reading, then we're going down a slippery slope that for a short time didn't seem like anything really well, it wasn't that bad but what did it lead to right satan never throws in the whole big old batch right at once he just dangles a little tiny bit at a time right mm -hmm. and then takes us down a little bit at a time in verse three he little second half he says i hate all who deal crookedly i will have nothing to do with them mom probably told you this or your dad probably told you be careful of the company that you keep. Mm. You know, they say you become like the people that you hang around That's the most. True. There's influence in that. And so um, the word right here says, uh, I will have nothing to do with them. So we have to, we have to be careful of what we do there. Verse four, I will reject perverse ideas and stay away from every evil. Standing firm in and for the truth. That's what this one means. We're standing firm in what we believe in. We believe in God's word. We believe he said it and that settles it. That's good enough for me. And now I'm going to stand firm on his word and standing up for the truth, for what is right, what we know is right, right? And to stay away from every evil. It's the Bible says to avoid the very appearance of yeah, evil. Yeah, amen. Not even go, don't even go by there. Don't even drive by slow, mm -hmm. right? That's what that means. That's good. Verse five, I will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors. Mm -hmm. I will not endure conceit and pride. Think about it. Who do you know? Gossip, pride, slander. The word also says not to think more highly of ourselves than others. And to be able to be able to serve those and to encourage and to lift up and to build, not to tear them down, not to talk about them behind their back. Number six, verse six, I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Here we go again. The people we're hanging around. You got to be in a fellowship of believers, people yeah. who are like-minded, who have the same thoughts, who want to, to serve God and to serve his people and, and love God and to love each other. The fellowship of believers is important. You can watch online church service, especially if you're homebound and you can't get to service or whatever the problem may be. But I guarantee you, there is more benefit of being in a house with the believers. Amen. And whether it's a church or a church house, a house church or whatever it is. That's right. You can do that just anywhere. You can do it in the city park if you wanted to, right? 
And so the second half of verse six says, only those who are above reproach will be allowed to serve me. Wow. We're not putting ourselves at the mercy of those who would only want harm or evil for us. Wow. Verse seven, I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house and liars will not stay in my presence. Mm. Again, we're talking about mm. truth. This is hard stuff, but you know what? This is where we need to be. Wow. Not compromising. Right. Honor people, but don't be a doormat. Mm. Okay. Amen. And the don't, last. Hmm? Maybe you could say here, I don't want to interrupt, but maybe you could say here, uh, don't, um, uh, what is the word we use um, when you, uh, oh, Compromise. Compromise. Don't compromise. Mm -hmm. The word is what that verse is saying. Yep. Honor, yep. but don't compromise God. Yep. And the final verse in uh, Psalm 101, verse 8, my daily task will be to ferret out the wicked and free the city of the Lord and free the city of the Lord from their grip. Mm. Yeah. Intercession. Yeah. Prayer. Praise. That's what we're talking about. A daily task. It's not something we just did. Oh, I served on, you know, whatever, three months ago. I put in my time. I gave right. it the office, that kind of a thing. So good. Uh, intercession, prayer and praise. Ben says we need to learn to serve others better, like even when we are driving. <laughs> We includes me, unfortunately. Yeah, you and me both. I keep saying, I know that the person in the car ahead of me just did some bonehead thing, can't hear me right now, but I'm saying it anyway. <laughs> well, oh, man. before you get off topic, that was really good, babe. Thanks for sharing Psalm 101 on our 101 episode. That was really good. Yeah. Good eight, job. Eight verses. It's so easy. Hey, while you were sharing the word, we had some friends slip in the house. Amen. Dave says, Pastor Dave Dorn at Lafayette Church of the Nazarene in Lexington, Kentucky, has Pastor Brett and Pastor Doug go forth with him. So they're having a little party over there talking about watching the company you keep. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I sure love you guys. I bless you guys. I'm glad you guys have tuned in. Yeah. We know Megan. Megan's in the house from Kansas City. Hey, Megan. And Judy's in. Miss Judy from High Point, North Carolina has joined us. And she says, better late than never. And I say, absolutely. I'm so glad that you guys have tuned in. Yeah. So scroll on down. Yep. I'm going to turn the fan there we back go. on, but I'm yeah. not going to have it so Ooh, high. it's hat. You can turn that thing on high. MK says, good word. And Judy says, no, don't compromise the lover of our souls. That's right. And Ben says, good word, dude. Thanks. I love you guys. I love it that you guys <sighs> welcome each other too. That just blesses my heart. So, so good. I'll try and block the wind here. Maybe that. Oh no. Just let mm -hmm. her, just let it go. Let her rip, tater yeah, chip. Let her rip, tater chip. Yeah. All right. Okay. So if you're just tuning in and you're wondering what you've just happened upon, this is a good morning show at night with Terry and Melissa. And we're so glad that you've tuned in and that you're joining us. And the truth is it's kind of time to start wrapping up the day. And so we're going to be kind of chill this evening, you know, maybe get you in the mood to consider sleep. I don't know how you guys do it. I get pretty tired, pretty quick in the evening. I'm an early bird. I'm an early morning riser. So about this time of night, I start getting sleepy and start losing track of words and have to ask people words like compromise because it's real hard, right? Mm. Um, ben says the audio is still good. Praise the Lord. Good. So we can have the fan on. Good. So, so what else do you have on the agenda well, tonight? Well, I thought, you know, uh, Ben brought this up when he was uh, giving us, feeding us, I'll say feeding us information for the uh, the uh, introductions of the show. And since it's uh, episode 101, staying with our theme, thought we maybe take a little trip real quick down the, uh, the western coastline of California. I know that U.S. Route 101 or Route 101, however you want to say it, uh, it's a north-south highway 
that runs through the states of Washington, Oregon, and California. And uh, it takes you all the way from Olympia, Washington, down to San Diego. And uh, it's a panoramic drive. It's beautiful. We we went there. Remember when we were going down the Pacific Coast Highway? They call it the PCH in California in yeah. that area. And how you could see the ocean right out there, right from the highway. It's beautiful. Yes. It's beautiful. Jeff said that he lived in a town on Highway 101 during high school, but it was awesome. in Oregon because it yes. does go all the way up and down. Yeah. And so um, I think that's a really cool place to talk about because some folks like me have a very limited experience with the west side of our country. I am a Midwesterner by birth and have lived in the South now and probably will die in the South. And so I love to hear some things about the West side of the country that I'm not familiar with. Why don't you share? Well, it's, it's really pretty cool because I think that there's a lot of areas in our, in our, United States that are just amazing. And, uh, you know, we have traveled. We've gotten to see a lot of different places and see some really beautiful countryside. That part where, you know, when you're driving and you go over a, a, a hilltop and then you see this expanse, this valley, or you see the mountains off in the distance when we were going into Washington yeah, and saw Mount so cool. Olympia uh, and all those, you know, all the stuff out there. Uh, it was just really cool. But it's uh, in the Cal, we call this the California edition. We roll down the window so that you can smell the salty air. Yeah. Everybody take a deep breath. Smell the salty sea air. <laughs> okay. All right. No, not really. All right. So there's a, there's a lot of stuff in, along there that uh, the shorelines, the mountainous wilderness, and these are just a few top places to stop off Highway 101 in California. Okay. The first one that was on the list here was this place called the Madonna Inn, and it's kind of a peculiar place. All right. So there's their sign when they welcome you there at the intro of the place. And uh, let me get the music adjusted here. We don't want to be too loud uh, on the backside. It's located in the charming city of San Luis Obispo, San Mm -hmm. Luis Obispo, which Mm -hmm. we know that area, Central Coast. Um, It's a Highway 101 attraction that invites you to uncover your inner eccentricity. Oh. And you can take your pick among 110 distinct rooms. Rooms, all of them in, I don't know, they say picture perfect whimsy. There's this one room, it's called uh, the caveman uh, room. Uh, I think I have a picture of it here. Yeah, where it's all like stone, wow. it looks like something out of the Flintstones or whatever. They have another one that's um, just heaven. It's uh, got golden cherubs in a spiral stairway. And then there's the fox and the hound that transports you to an English summer house. Weird. Uh, but it's a really cool, it's a beautiful place on the outside. Wow. And on the inside, uh, it's just every room is a, a different yeah. mess. I mean, it a is different eclectic. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and That's besides, and, yeah, and they have guided trails where you can go out for hiking and biking and horseback riding. So a lot of things to do there, and that's at the uh, Madonna Inn right there. Mm. All right, okay. So the next one, and I mentioned this vista, the view, the Cerro wow. Alto Trail. It's located on the northern tip of Los Padres National Forest. It's one of the highest points in San Luis Obispo County, and uh, they uh, the peak is at two thousand six hundred twenty four feet. When you're down along the Pacific Coast, that's going up pretty fast. Yeah. Right? Yep. The locals say, despite the route that you take, the first half of a mile or so, it'll be a little bit, not so complicated, but then you get a flat trail bordering the rugged coastline, and then the view really starts to take shape. And as the hike turns steeper, you got to put in a little more effort. But they say, fortunately, the gorgeous volcanic peaks stretching between Morrow Bay and Edna Valley serve as your lofty reward. Wow. Changing the subject. Remember when you went to uh, the uh, trails in, uh, where was that, in Wyoming? No, it was in South Dakota. And you and Brett climbed to the top of that little mountain out there? The old 76er. Yep. We took that trail all the way to the top. Yeah. That was exciting. And they say you could take your dogs for walks as long as they're on a leash up there. The next one is uh, the Butterfly Grove. Check this out. 
Butterfly Grove is located just off the 101 in the PCH in Pismo Beach. And uh, it's they say it's a can't miss thing. Imagine this, 100,000 butterflies marked with orange and black stripes circling the eucalyptus trees in a shingle effect. Wow. And visitors all over the area are greeted by friendly and knowledgeable staff who offer the tours and the daily walks. I mean, look at that. Wow. There's all of those butterflies on one branch. And every winter, they migrate from uh, the north and they cluster down there in Pismo Beach for the warmer weather on the central coast. Wow. And they need that for their survival. And so... That's and that's, cool. They say it's like October to February. So... Um, Judy said that she lived in California in the 60s, and if you were born there, you were called the prune picker, but she has no idea why. <laughs> okay. I promise lots you of, I don't either, Judy. Lots of prunes. Yeah, it is beautiful, Tina. Well, and Lynn says that the farthest west she's been is the south rim of the Grand Canyon, yeah, which we've is been another there too. beautiful yeah. view. That's right. Yeah, that's exciting. So we're, we're almost down the coast now to uh, an area near San Francisco. And in 1915, it marked a rebirth for San Francisco with the installation of the Palace of Fine Arts, which remains uh, one of the best Highway 101 stops today. Wow. There's a beautiful lagoon there. The palace celebrates architecture That's through its beautiful. Roman columns and the pale pink hues on the uh, architecture there. Wow. And um, when you first get there, they've got these Australian eucalyptus trees that mark your way through the lagoons full of swans and turtles and geese. It's just a beautiful, spectacular uh, scenery uh, place and it's a man-made lagoon but uh at sunrise and sunset they say don't miss your chance to snap a shot um as we see that uh, someone had done it at this shot here so wow that's really gorgeous yeah. and when you finish taking in that destination then it's just you climb back in the car jump on the 101 and you get ready to sail across the iconic golden gate bridge yeah now i know master pastor yoda and his yeah. family they've all been there maybe some others have been as well uh you know we've talked about the golden gate bridge before on the show um and it was uh, it's on 101 providing a vital link between the city and the county of san francisco and the counties to the north and before the bridge was built the only practical short route between san francisco and what is now marin county was by boat across a section of the san francisco Bay. Mm. And so that was the only way he could cross. So the dream of connecting San Francisco to its northern neighbors became a reality, as we know and we've heard before, when they started construction in 1933. And then, uh, given the chance for steady employment amid the Great Depression, the construction crews, they braved treacherous conditions on the roadway as towers took shape over the open waters. How they built cool. the towers first. What a fabulous picture Isn't that, that is. Isn't yeah, that awesome? that's and so cool. And then, of course, cool. here at nighttime, um, opened to the public in 1937 and endured as a picture perfectly landmark and an engineering marvel to this day all right californians yes and judy yes google says according to lynn that the oed online the term came to use because of the abundance of prunes grown in california Mm-hmm. So prune pickers. And Judy says her little brother was a prune picker and he hated it when they called him that. <laughs> ben says he stayed in the butterfly grove during migration and they're like leaves on the trees. Yeah. That is so cool. I had a feeling they might have been there. I, I didn't get yeah. to talk to him before this. but That's awesome. You know, and uh, one of the last places on the on the trip here is uh, one that a lot of people are familiar with. You've probably seen it in pictures is the Santa Monica Pier. Mm. Packed with an abundance of restaurants, yeah. amazing seaside views 
use. Uh, it remains a Highway 101 road trip necessity. Um, you know, with it was built in 1909, actually, and along the West Coast, it was ahead of its time. And locals quickly caught on to its sailing and fishing potential, and uh, they still do all those things right there by the pier. And you can find it overflowing with family-friendly activities, street performers, cotton candy. And by the time evening rolls around, the South Bay uh, and Malibu inherit a magnetic glow. Wow. Perfected by the sounds of the waves crashing in the distance. How beautiful. Yeah, really beautiful. That's really neat. The last one on our stop here as we're going down the uh, the 101 is an area known as the Trees of Mystery. And these are the Redwoods. The mythical air sways through the fallen trees as woodland creatures swarm the area oh, no. in large numbers. Oh, my. You see the picture up in the top left corner, the yeah. Trees of Mystery? That's You see that? Yeah. That's a GAF Viewmaster. Oh. Remember those little sure slides you put it in the viewer and sure it's a 3D I do. viewer? It's of Paul, of Paul Bunyan and his Ox Bay. Yeah, his it, blue which Ox is right Bay. here at the entrance yeah. of the beginning of the uh, the forest area there. Uh, they got hiking trails, canopy rides. Uh, they've got these strange trees that, uh, that have the candelabra tree. Look at that one tree sprouted off vertical uh, trees off of a, a horizontal branch. Wow. And so they have all kinds of really cool stuff there that you can see. They've got, of course, the, um, the um, art museum and you can get your fudge and some trinkets, the gift shop before you leave, just like any any place that you, you know you'd really enjoy. So hopefully you've enjoyed that nice little trip down the 101. And uh, let me get back here to where we can see us. But I, I have a message here from Jeff. Yeah. And I, I think he might have sent us something. Uh, Jeff Schwarzentruber, Cannon Beach, Oregon, just off 101 in Northern Oregon. Check this out. Wow, Who Jeff. Who thought, right? That's beautiful. Just right off the 101 in Oregon. That's fabulous. Thank you, Jeff. That's, that's perfect. That's a great picture. I love it when our listeners and viewers contribute. You guys really do a good job. And yeah. I also love that Judy said, thank you, Lynn, for 60 years. I've wondered what that meant. Google, who knew? <laughs> that's right. You Thanks, little, Lynn. You little prune picker. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff said when he was growing up, Oregonians generally had terms for Californians that were less flattering than prune pickers. <laughs> well, all right. Oh man, I tell you what. All uh, right. That well, was great, Terry. <laughs> I enjoyed I enjoyed the uh, sights of yeah. Highway 101. I think it's cool. We Every once in a while, we just need to be able to, because of uh, technology, <laughs> we can get out of... Uh, you guys, Judy fruits. says, Jeff, the land of fruits, flakes, and nuts. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. All right. We've just gone to a new level here. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, who is oh. the governor? They're going to... It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger anymore, right? No, it's Because he'd not. be like yeah, emailing sure us. I don't know. Did you see that comment there that Lynn posted here? I'll be the honorary Googler since Janice can until, come until until Janice, Janice can, come, can back. come back. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. All right. So, what else you got? Well, I don't know. We got about six and a half minutes oh, left. Oh, I know bedtime. what that means. Yeah. I think we have time for a joke of the day. All right. Oh, that's not the one we want. That's uh, that's what's in your cup. Yeah. But I'm not going to ask that until nine right o'clock on Saturday morning. How about this? I'll get it right. In all fairness, they are the same color. Yeah, so they it are. is hard to choose which one to play. So. <laughs> all right, guys, here's the deal. We want your jokes, and we don't want your punchlines yet. So I want you to type out your joke and don't give us the answer. That's right. Don't give us the punchline. We just right. want to read the joke, and then we're all going to guess what the punchline is, okay? So just type out your joke minus the punchline don't type the answer and then we'll pick one of the jokes and we'll speak it out 
and we'll all guess what the answer is. So now's the time. Yep. You know, over 101 episodes, we've had some really good joke of the yeah, day. Yeah, we have. We and, have. Uh, the jokes, um, you can find them on our website. If you go to thegoodmorningshow.tv and click on the jokes menu button up in the top menu there, you'll be able to find the joke of the day page where we have all of the different jokes of the day and uh, you can enjoy those. And, and we encourage you grab one snag it throw it on your facebook or whatever and uh, share the share the funny with somebody else i like the graphics that you make for the jokes of the they're day. a lot of fun yeah they're a lot do of fun a really good job judy says she used to say granola christian fruit flake nuts <laughs> i think they're still talking about californians <laughs> well and then and saying kansas dorothy toto and the land of oz yeah I, guess, I think every area of the country has their own quirk yeah you yeah know? yeah Okay, here well, we go. I see this is the only one I see that's popped up so far. All so right, you guys, here's the joke of the day. The from joke Anne of the day from Ann Mickey is why don't eggs laugh at jokes? Why <laughs> don't eggs laugh at jokes? Oh, no, Ron's got one in there, too. Oh, well, Ben, had, uh, okay, we may have to go to it. Let's do and it. And here's Ben, Master Pastor Yoda says, because they don't want to crack up. Is that right, Ann? That's a good answer, Ben. Why don't eggs laugh at jokes, she says. And Ben says, because they, they don't, don't want to crack, crack up. up. Is well, that Ann, right? And you can let us know. And give right. us the punchline. Make sure it's the right one. And then we still have time for another joke. So we'll do Ron's next. Yes, that's it. She said, it. yes, that's the one. Wow. Eh? Good joke. Good job, Ben. Good job, Ann. Thank you so much. All right. Second joke of the day from Ron Pruitt in Florida. Did you hear of the dyslexic agnostic insomniac? <laughs> Did you hear of the dyslexic agnostic okay, insomniac? Let's break this down. Read, it, read it backwards. Right. Doesn't believe in, in God. anything. In anything. And, and can't, can't sleep. sleep. Oh, he pr- Did he lay in bed and think of dog? <laughs> Is that it? Is he laid in bed at night awake thinking of dog? <laughs> well, that's that's one way to break it down. I mean, you got to, it's like context. Like if you're going to read the well, Bible, you got to read it in context. Same know. with jokes, right? By the way, Ron, glad to see you tonight. So happy you've turned in. Yep. He, w- he, he lay awake like- at night wondering if there really is a dog. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, Yay! man. First punchline. That's really good. Yeah. That's great. Wow. What yeah. a good joke, Ron. Yeah. So if you want to find these jokes of the day and all the others, just go to our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv, click on the jokes link, and you'll find all you can laugh at to your heart's content. Man, that was so good. You guys, that was funny. <clears throat> all right, gang, as we start to wind up this evening, I want to ask a favor of you. Can I do that? Yeah. I want those of you who have her facebook handle or her instagram handle and you can private message her or you have her phone number and you can text her i want you to reach out to our sweet sister janice she needs some encouragement you guys she needs some encouragement and she also needs some prayer and so we're going to continue to pray for whole healing for our sweet sister janice and would you guys reach out and encourage her just let her know how much you love her let her know how much she's appreciated and uh, let's just continue to agree for our sweet sister until we see her home and wholly healed in jesus name amen Thanks, guys. Thanks you for tuning in with us tonight on the Good Morning Show at night. It's Thursday Night Live, and we have loved being with you. Thank you so much for encouraging us as we've encouraged you and laughing with us as we've laughed with you. That's right. And don't forget, Saturday morning is going to be earlier than usual. 
Saturday morning is going to be 9 a.m. Eastern time. And so you don't want to miss that. If you tune in too late, you'll be hitting other stuff and uh, you just won't know where we went, what happened. And uh, so Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern time for episode number 102. That means those of you in the central time zone are up on a Saturday at 8. But it's not too bad as long as you have a cup of coffee, right? Or too early. We can talk about it. It could be late if you stayed up all night thinking about dog. That's right. Wondering if there really is a dog. Bless you guys. Hey, Thanks we for love you. We us. appreciate you. Whatever you're going through, you're not going through it alone. Reach out and let us know how we can pray for and with you. We love you so much. That's right. Until we see you again, Saturday morning. Bye. Bless y'all. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.